1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5. If you got to say amen. Here we go. Let's read this out loud together. And let's start at verse 5. So who then is Paul and who is Apollos? But ministers through whom you believe, as the Lord gave to each one. Verse 6. I planted, come on, Apollos watered, but what? God gave what? Uh, God gave what? Uh-huh. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Okay? Now, he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. I need somebody to say with me, I am a magnet for miracles. My wife and I were driving to church this morning, and I almost had to text my son and say, just repeat after me, I am a magnet for miracles. Somebody needs to say that. Come on, say it with me. I am a magnet for miracles. Uh, miracles are coming my way. I know this is from the Lord. Nowhere on my notes, not even in the scriptural text. But one more time for the Holy Ghost, I am a magnet for miracles. And miracles are coming my way. Hallelujah, Jesus. Even in a pandemic, miracles are coming my way. Not by power, nor by might. Eyes haven't seen and ears have not heard. The things that the Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, so where, where were we? Where were we? Let's get back. Okay. Uh, all right. Come on. Verse 8. Verse 8. Come on, y'all. Verse 8. Verse 8. Now, he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his labor. Right? For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. And you, listen here, you are God's building. All right? Uh, I, uh. Now, I need y'all to act right. We need to act right this morning. We got guests and visitors here. We need to... We need to let them know that we got at least a little bit of common sense, right? Well, come on one more time. Say, miracles are coming my way. Hallelujah. God, I receive it. I receive it. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Take your seats, take your seats, take your seats. Come on, take your seats. I won't be long. I just, I just want to encourage you this morning. I just want to encourage you this morning.
being in the church how God can be at the same church in the same room on the same road but one person on the road gets blessed and the other doesn't get blessed I've come to realize it may not necessarily be in the prophecy but it's more so in receiving the word of God the Bible says faith coming by hearing and hearing of the word of God I can hear my old spiritual father saying God is gonna bless one of us it might as well be me would you look at somebody across your section and say neighbor God is gonna bless one of us uh-huh it might as well be me uh, I don't know who you are but I just reach up and grab your blessing uh, begin to grab favor I don't know but I'm here to tell you a whole lot can happen in the next three days. Uh, I don't care what it looks like right now, but I know the Lord is sending his word, and his word will profit, uh, and his word will prosper them uh, that believe. Make uh, somebody say, neighbor, I said God's going to bless one of us. Uh, it might as well be me. Glory. I, I said, glory. I just needed somebody to agree with me right now that miracles are in motion. I said miracles are in motion. And I'm just going to give them a wave offering. I'm just going to say, God, I'm not going to wait to the phone call. I'm not going to wait for the email. I'm not going to wait for the confirmation. I'm going to go ahead and praise you right now. I'm going to praise you by faith. I'm going to praise you even right now. In fact, you better watch out. I feel like the creeds of things. Thank <laughs> you. 
believe we can go home now. I feel a release in the spirit realm. I feel the anointing right now. The mind of every demonic force, every witch, every ruler of darkness, binding every spiritual wickedness in heavenly places, casting down every stronghold of death, every stronghold of destruction, every stronghold of premature death. I feel the anointing already. Thank you for breakthroughs. Thank you for healing in my body. Thank you for touching our minds. Thank you for keeping us, Lord. We're redeemed not by corruptible things, but by the precious blood. Somebody ought to wave a hand and say, thank God for the precious blood. Keeps your mind on perfect peace. Whose mind stayed on thee? Aren't you thinking that is carrying you through? Hallelujah! They that wait on the Lord, it's a mount of a wings of eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. Somebody wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. That the Lord strengthen you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Somebody ought to just wave their hand and say, Hallelujah! Ay, 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 ay. God, we thank you this morning. Lord, we thank you today. Lord, we praise you for your faithfulness. Hallelujah. Every once in a while, we just need to have a God, we love your service. I got three tight pages of notes, and I ain't prepared today. But every once in a while, we just need to say, Lord, not my will. But thy will be done. I just need somebody to thank the Lord for life. Come on, come on, thank the Lord for health. Come on, thank you ain't been hungry not one day in this pandemic. You've not been homeless one day in this pandemic. You've not had to pace the floor in the middle of the night trying to figure out where you're going to get breakfast from in the next few hours. Somebody ought to say, God, thank you. Thousands are falling on one side and 10,000 are falling on the right side. But Lord, you drew a hedge around me. You drew a circle around me. We didn't realize that when we would draw a circle back last year, that this would be the reason why we drew a circle around us. Oh my God, because the Lord in the strong tower, the righteous run in and they are saved. Come on, praise team. Come on, praise team. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something real quick while the praise team is coming. In 1 Corinthians, I'm gonna preach, I'm gonna preach you a 30-minute message in three minutes. In 1 Corinthians, it was a young church. And that young church was carnal, Paul says. The word carnal means they were ultimately in the ultimate of flesh. They were at the seat of their emotions. We like to say today that people are in their feelings. People are in their feelings. Well, in 1 Corinthians, people were yet in their feelings. And they had found themselves following man more than they were following God. There was division, disorder, dysfunction, distraction, all in this young church. And so Paul comes and says, wait a minute. How is it that some of you say, I'm a Paul and I'm of Apollos 
And then you have some who said, we don't need no leaders. We're just going to be direct with Jesus. He said, do you not realize we are nothing but mouthpieces? We're only vessels. For it is God. It's God who gives the increase. He says, yes, 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 yes. Man plants and another man waters. But it's God who's going to give you your next raise. It's God who's going to give you your next promotion. It's only God who's going to give you a house that you wouldn't even qualify for. Only God can bypass your credit score. Only God can bypass uh, the, 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 the resume and your bio and your vita and everything else. Bible says that promotion doesn't come from the east the west nor the south but promotion comes from above it's the Lord who takes down one but he raises up another so Paul says let's not get confused here it's not about man it's not about denomination it's not about this movement or that movement for man plants the seed but I had time today I talked about the seed of time the seed of talent and the seed of treasure it's man who gives God QT, quality time. This pandemic was ordained that we go back to quality time. Do you hear me? More time in the word, more time in prayer, more time with one another. And then what about, what about talent? Some of you must sow talent in this season. Sow your skill sets in this season. We're not in a position to pay everybody to do something for the Lord. But if you sold your talent, sold your time, some of you are underemployed, some of you are unemployed, find a way to sow something somewhere. God will see that seed. And what about the sowing of treasure, sowing of time, sowing of gifts? The Bible says that one plants, another waters. But God, the increase. If that wasn't enough, Paul reminds the church, he says, number 10, you are God's co-workers. Hear me this morning. You cannot leave it to the leaders of the church to keep the church going. You are God's co-workers. You cannot leave it to a faithful few to feed those in 10 City while you at home reading magazines. You are God's co-workers. You are God's field. And the Bible says you are God's house. God brings COVID-19 to get the church uncomfortable with being comfortable. Want to know, can you still bless God without a church building? Can you still worship with premium and excellence and glory without being in person? So the church has left the building. And I want to know, can we take advantage of this season? I've been tossing and turning the last couple of days and said, God, I understand social distancing, but it doesn't mean social isolation. And I understand being cautious and concerned and very sensitive to people. But some of us Edomites will be in quarantine for the next 30 years if you let us. We've left the church. We have no burden to be online. We have no burden to check up on one another and call one another and love one another. 
but we'll be the first one to say, I don't feel God in the church no more. I don't feel love no more. Well, I know you don't feel no love. Can't nobody love you. You don't return nobody's phone call. You don't return nobody's email. You're out there in the island by yourself, but have the nerve to say, don't nobody care for me. Paul says, now you should be, not excuse me, the writer of Hebrews says, now you ought to be teachers. You should be instructors. You should be on the care team. But you're still on the nipple, on the vine. You're still sucking and still hoping that somebody would breastfeed you. He said, it's time to come off the milk, thank you, and mature. So when Paul deals back in 1 Corinthians 3, and I'm about two seconds from being finished, he charges the church. See, we use this scripture when it comes to money and giving. We love you, and I do too. I love using this scripture when it comes to sowing of money. But that wasn't the original intent of 1 Corinthians 3. The original objective of 1 Corinthians 3 was spiritual growth, discipleship, and spiritual maturity. What do you mean by that? When Paul talks about planting and watering, and God will give the increase. What Paul was saying is, listen, if you'll invite somebody to church, if you remind them the next week to come to church, God knows exactly how to convict that man. God knows how to exactly make uncomfortable that woman. But if you would help with Sunday school, if you teach a class, if you get online and assist somebody, we will not be the church of big eyes and little U's. We are no superheroes in this church. He says, Paul, Apollos, we're the same. Quit putting man on a pedestal. Quit being men pleasers. You sit on your behind and do nothing unless the preacher walk in the room and all of a sudden you won't get busy. You're a man pleaser. You need to be a God pleaser. There should be never a no in your vocabulary when it comes to helping the kingdom of God. And so Paul wants the church to know you young, dysfunctional, division, disoriented, distracted church you. He says you're carnal, full of flesh. You're in your feelings too much. He says quit tripping over division and people. Man plant, man waters, but it's God. Who gives the increase? We got to turn a corner soon in this church. <laughs> and slowly but surely, we got to get back on track when it comes to the ministry of the gospel. Notice I didn't say church growth. Because if the gospel is truly ministered, if Jesus is truly ministered, if what he taught us is truly ministered, we won't have no problems growing a church. Because this pandemic, this COVID-19 thing, it has put a number on our country, a number on our world. So people who once were deaf to the gospel, now they're listening. People who didn't have time for the word now, they're interested. And it's up to you and I to demonstrate the love of Jesus. It's up to you and I to see the manifestation of the local church. So who is Pastor Stevens? Who is Sister Sharon? Who's Elder Tim? Who's Deacon so-and-so? Who's Mother so-and-so? 
We're all co-laborers. One plants, one waters. But somebody just look toward heaven and say, God, you give the increase. Come on, stand to your feet. Let me pray with you before we go. Come on, let me pray with you before we go. I don't know what it is that you believe in God for in this quarantine season. The title of the message today was, was, uh, want to read this correctly having increase in times of loss having increase in times of loss people are losing employment people are losing houses people are losing credibility people are losing everything in this season unprecedented a time we've never seen before but I'm just crazy enough to believe my faith that if you're willing to believe God God can give you increase even in the season of loss you know, the Bible's subtraction and addition and multiplication are a little different from ours. The Bible says, except the seed falls to the ground and die, it abideth alone, right? Some of us are still weeping and mourning over a seed that was dead. But God took that seed and buried it. It wasn't so much dead, but it was buried. And when it, because it was buried, it was planted. I said it a few weeks ago, but I'm not sure if you caught it. Some of y'all, people wanted to bury it. And they thought you were dead. But you wouldn't bury it and dead. You are simply being planted. Yes, sir. And when you are planted, and if God puts the water on the plant or the seed, there's going to be a resurrection. There's going to be a new chapter and a new beginning. I, I, I can't get nobody to talk to me today. Maybe you've never been there. But I've lived a life such to the point where people have wanted to put their, their stake in the coffin, right? And they wanted to bury not six feet under, bury that, that fella 12 feet under. But what they thought was dead, was only God's way of planting. And I'm here to tell some of you right now, God's been planting you and planting yeah. you and planting you. But he takes a prophet. Yeah. He, he takes a psalmist. He takes a, a teacher. He takes a, 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 a pastor. And they water the thing that you thought was dead, but it was only really being planted. So every time you read your Bible, a little water was being on the seed. Yeah. Every time you fed on your come knees on, in prayer, a little water was on that seed. Every time you pass out a track, or every time you told somebody to have hope and encourage, even when you didn't have hope yourself. I mean, we got podcasts, right? We got podcasts and broadcasts and albums and all this ministry. And about 75% of the time, we got to encourage people when we ourselves are not encouraged. We got to find a way to bless and love on folks when we ourselves don't feel love. Telling people to be encouraged. Telling people to have hope. Telling people to keep the faith. But the truth be told right now, you're not sure what tomorrow looks like. But yet God finds a way to give you increase. 